0: Hey guys, welcome to Mac Reviews, it's your girl Mac. I do reviews of Love After Lockup and 90 Day Fiancé, and also sometimes other reality shows and even scripted shows. So let's get into this review. Today I am doing a review of Love After Lockup Season 4, Episode 6. I think it's named Extra Stress. All right. so first, um, I'm going to talk about Indy and Harry. Um, Indy and Harry are getting really tiring to watch. They were interesting on Love during Lockup. And they've been somewhat interesting, but I'm getting really tired of seeing them. Um, <laughs> Harry is the scum of the earth. You know, he's very much trash. And Indy, is, it's, it's obvious that... Um, Indy, and she said it today, she wanted, uh, today on this episode, that she wanted so desperately to be with him, and it's just really sad, like, I thought we'd seen some sad people on this show, but Indy's sad, <laughs> and and it's, um, yeah, so, so we see them at the beginning of this episode, they are um, going to a date, they're on a date, and she's allowing him to drive her car again, and I just... Yeah, so (laughs) he, um, he made this comment, he said that um, they're not using protection Uh, and uh, I'm just like, I don't know what has happened to Indy in her life, how she is so foolish, like I just don't get it, I mean, (laughs) but he was like, he's not ready to have another kid. But then the producer pointed out the obvious to him that if you're not using protection, that's what happens. You get pregnant. <laughs> and he was like, no, that's not true. You, you use the pull-out method. And I don't know if he was being sarcastic. I don't know if he was serious Um, because <laughs> he could not have been serious. Right. <laughs> so then. So then, like, when she she made some comment to him about. Um sleeping with him, and he said, you're gonna give me that old stank booty, and, you know, it's so obvious, like, it's so obvious, he's not being direct, he's not saying, I don't want to be with you, he's being passive-aggressive, but his whole vibe with her is obvious that he's not into her, like, when they are, the whole time, he's monotone, he doesn't smile, he, you know, his whole vibe is very low-energy, monotone, he's not smiling, um, he uh what he said right there showing her I, I don't want you I don't want to sleep with you <laughs> um and so then when they were about to leave you know she was saying that she felt good and she felt like you know they were connecting and then he said something he said you know she said something about hiccups and he said that, you know the thing about hiccups is just when you think they're gone they come back And she was just like, oh, whatever. (laughs) And I'm just like, girl. (laughs) And albeit, again, he's not being straightforward as he should be. But his body language and everything is still speaking. So um, he's just not into her. But then he gets a text from, I think, the girl that he was talking to on that scene from last episode. Where he went from messed up hair to well done hair. And... She was like, um, uh, it was a text and I think Indy saw it, but then she told the producers that she didn't see what was in the text. She just saw a name. So part of me was like, how does she see the text? Did the producers asked her about it. Were they being messy? <laughs> so she gets mad and then she asks him, who is that? And he doesn't want to answer. So she leaves and she just leaves him there. She leaves him at the, they went to like a place to do rock climbing and stuff. It was like, you know, one of those places where you can do rock climbing. They have boat, they have, uh zip lining they have like uh, you know it's a a date for teenagers (laughs) yeah so so then so then we see him and he's at the girls house this girl Terry is the girl that he slept with at the the, um, halfway house I'm up here thinking that was on one night stand, whatever, come to find out this is his girlfriend now. And I put air quotes, girlfriend, (laughs) because I don't think anyone's Harry's girlfriend. Harry is probably messing with three other women. Like he's just, he's not serious about anybody. He's just messing around. But she, apparently she said she was the resident supervisor at the halfway house. And they're, you know, they're not supposed to, I guess, date her or, you know, have sex, mess with the in the um, residents, you know, who were getting out of prison, former um, ex-convicts, and she got fired for that. They found out somehow, I don't know how they found out, and she got fired, and she's like, oh, I just can't believe I lost my job because of you, and I'm sitting here like, she must have either not really liked that job that much, or... Um, <laughs> Maybe she had a few other jobs because why would you jeopardize your job for somebody? Like, that's really foolish. And then she says, oh, excuse me. Oh, they were messing around, but then it got serious. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What does serious mean? Excuse I don't think Harry is, Harry is, Harry is serious about anyone. So then... So she's just pretty much saying, "You need. What, did you break up with her already? Like, I don't want you. You know, she should not never came here. Just tell her to go back home." <laughs> and Harry is kind of looking at her like, <laughs> like blank, and I'm kind of like, "If he has this girl, why? I, I guess it's for the show, right?" And so when the show, probably when they break break up, it was probably once they finished filming or when they were about to be done filming. And I'm really looking at this girl sideways and not only because she hooked up with somebody who's in a relationship, but he then said, Oh, I like how she helps me with my goals. And she was like writing down his goals, asking him. And I'm kind of like, I'm confused as to why she's dealing with him. But then I'm like, well, you know, people smash, they just sleep together and that's all it is. It's not a relationship or anything. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, maybe this is just, you know, a friends of benefits or something, (laughs) but he put that she was his girlfriend, and she said they got serious. And she, if it was a friends of innocence, wouldn't she not care if he was dealing with somebody else? So I'm just like, this girl can't really be thinking she's getting into like a serious relationship with this guy, right? And I'm, I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> it can't be because then why? <laughs> like, nah, I don't think she's like for real with him. She, she can see that he's a fool. Like, he has nothing going for him. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Anyways, so let's talk about Rick and Ray real quick. They're getting kind of (laughs) boring, but not boring, but just, I feel like we can already see what it is and there's not really much of anything else that's going to happen. She's still on her 48 hour break from the halfway house. Um, So she's talking to her mom about Ray and Kay. Apparently Kay has four more years in prison. He's asking her mom and even her dad, like they're both asking her, are you serious about uh, Rick? You know, how do you really feel about him? And she said she cares about him. She loves him. And the dad is like, look, if you don't want to be with him, just leave him alone. I didn't raise you to be a user. You know, are you for real? And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm serious about him. If it gets to a point where I don't want to be with him, I will tell him that. Now, <laughs> I don't know if I believe her. So then, um, they go on a date. Apparently they have their first date at an ice cream shop and, uh, he, he takes her back there. Let's remember when he, when they met, she was 18. Wait a minute. Oh my gosh. Have they been lying to us? Hold on. Because she's 29 and he said that when they met, he was 40 and she was 19 But then they were like, oh yeah, it was five years ago that we were here. So either she's lying about her age and she's 25 or 26, or she's only been, they were, they didn't meet when she was 19. They met when she was older. Huh. I don't understand that timeline, but anyways, she said that he was very wild and he would pull out his junk at parties with which might explain why he did that in front of the producers, but she claims to love him. She says she really appreciates all his support. Um, so, yeah, and, I mean, I think he really does seem to love her a lot. I mean, her teeth are atrocious, and he's fine with kissing her. And in that photo that he showed, I and mean, she says she looked terrible, and when I saw it, I was like, you did. You were cracked out. She was clearly on drugs, and he said she looked beautiful, and I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> That is love, sir. <laughs> that is love. Um. And so on their way back, he's taking her back to the halfway house early in the morning and he's he confronts her about like, hey, why didn't you tell me about Kay? Because if I had known about her, I wouldn't have gone forward with you. And she's just like, oh, wow. And he's like, I mean, it's not really fair to me. You didn't really think about how it would feel. And he's right. I don't really like Rick. Um, I think he I think the fact that he's messing Wow, well, now, I don't know how old she really was. Maybe that's when they first met. Well, he's kind of creepy, even for what he did. I, he's kind of sleazy to me, but he's right. Like he's having some self-esteem, which is abnormal on this show for these people, for the, the person who's not in prison. And he's right. And I'm glad he confronted her. And she was like, it wasn't my intention to hurt you or to, you know, but at the same time, like she said it, like she purposely didn't tell him because she didn't want to lose his support. So she did do it on purpose and she didn't think about how he would feel. And he told her straight up, if I can't handle dealing with you and K, I mean, I'm gonna try. but if I can't handle it, I'm going to wish y'all well. And I'm going to go about my business. And I was like, yes, sir. It's so good to see somebody with self-esteem on here. I wish it was one of the women. but um so yeah that was their scene it was okay you know this episode was kind of slow not a lot happened but so then um let's talk about Lacey and Antoine I'm not feeling Antoine I'm not feeling Antoine um (laughs) he does say that he's excited to see her that he cares about her you know he thinks she looks good like he, he has positive things to say about her he said he's cool with her but um she She had cooked that food for him and he was like, nah, I don't want this. It's cold. I want some hot food, which let me say this. I understand wanting hot food. There's nothing wrong with that, but you could see that he wasn't raised right. And you could see he has no manners and no home training because even if he felt like, okay, I want it to be hot and he wasn't going to eat it right then and there, he could have literally just been like, oh, babe, thank you. I'm going to just save this for later, you know, okay? But, like, I would love some hot food right now. Like, can we get some hot food? You know, (laughs) like, that's all you have to say. Like, when you're in a, like, it's like this dude was, like, raised by savages. Like, when you're in a relationship, yeah, you be honest, but you have to have tact. Like, if you care about that person, you don't have to be rude like that. That was rude. But, yeah, it's okay to want hot food. Just, he didn't have to say it like that. You can see that he doesn't have any manners. He says to her, nah, fool, and man, and... This guy's really unattractive. I don't. I think I was trying to figure out what she finds attractive about him, <laughs> and I realized like I think she just attracted him because he's younger than her. Like honestly, it's because he's taller than her, and you know he looks like he's not fit, but he's not overweight, and that's it. I really feel like she just likes that he's younger than her. Now he don't look younger than her. I hate to say that <laughs> in the face. He doesn't look youthful, and this is what drugs and partying does to people. Him, and um. And Ray Dean do not look like they're in their twenties. Um, we're gonna talk about Kevin and Tiffany. I will give it to Tiffany. Tiffany's pretty. She is. She for someone who did the hard partying and drugs that she's been doing, I don't know how she looks so good. She must have good jeans because drugs have ravaged Ray Dean's mouth and her her skin. <laughs> and this guy also looks like he's. What did they say? He was twenty seven. Twenty seven going on forty five. Like. I've seen 45 year old men who look better than him because they they wasn't doing drugs their whole life. <laughs> so um So then he wants to go see his mom and Lacey feels some type of way about that and I'm like So he's not supposed to go see his mother? <laughs> Lacey is tripping. I understand you don't like the mom. I understand the mom is on drugs, but that's still his mom. Like, how dare you? Like that's really really selfish. Like, what is wrong with you? Just because you're not good with his mom doesn't mean he shouldn't be good with his mom. Like, you just came into his life 2 years ago. His mom has been there his whole life with him. Like, what? And and listen, it's possible that the, their relationship is toxic. I, I didn't get that vibe. He seemed to really want to be with her, and that's he should be staying with her. He shouldn't even be staying with Lacey. He should be staying with his mom, but the only reason he's not now, well, he was gonna stay with Lacey anyways. But the reason he didn't go to see his mom is because his mom and his grandma have COVID. So he can't even go see them. And Lacey was like, oh, she felt bad, but she was relieved. And I'm just like, no, I don't like that, ma'am. You're you're foolish. <laughs> you're foolish and you're you're too old to be that foolish. At your big age, you should respect that he needs to have a relationship with his mom, even if you don't like her. You know, maturity would have been saying, you know what? I don't really want to mess with her mom and I don't want to see her. But I respect that he has to have a relationship with her. I just won't be there. He, I'll drop him off and then I'll go home. <laughs> you know, like, but you can see for her age, that's not mature at all. I can't respect that. But, um yeah, I mean, she smashed him out of jail without him taking a shower. And that's also love. Um, Couldn't be me. You would have to take a shower because <laughs> I don't, I want the prison stink off of you. Um So yeah, <laughs> now I'm going to talk about Kevin and Lace, Kevin and Tiffany. I will talk about Chaz and Bran last. So t- uh, Kevin goes to pick up Tiffany. Um, she tells the cameras that she's paroled to his house. And I was like... What? And then she said she didn't want to risk getting a violation. And I'm sitting up here like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you knew you, you don't care about a violation because you weren't going to parole to his house. You were going to go stay with Curtis. So you clearly didn't care. (laughs) And then you, you know, you weren't because she wasn't concerned about that before. So, you know, she's apologizing to him. He's confronting her about the whole situation. She's saying, I'm sorry. And she was honest. She did say, you know what? It felt overwhelming. I didn't want to have to deal with the whole relationship thing coming right out of prison. I just wanted to get my mind clear and settled before, you know, really dealing with you, like, in terms of a relationship. And he was like, well, why didn't you just tell me that? And that was reasonable. She could have just told him that. (laughs) But, you know, so so then he's going to take her back to his house. Um, so she tells us about her past. She started getting into trouble when she was 18 years old, partying a lot, doing drugs, selling drugs. It sounds like as well. Um, she got a slap on the wrist. It sounds like at first, but you know, like you do when you're of the lighter persuasion, (laughs) but she, um, you know, she didn't take advantage of that. I think she violated the parole and then they were like, Oh, well, we're going to arrest you. So <laughs> um she's been in prison since she was, you know, going in and out since she was 19 or something. And um she says she was on the top 10 most wanted list in her county. I was like, wow. <laughs> but she says that she's thankful that she went to prison because she said if she didn't go to prison, she would have either been dead or. which I was like, oh, (laughs) or she would have been strung out on drugs. And I was like, wow. And she's like, she said prison was the best thing that ever happened to her. And I was like, wow, that's just a lot. Maybe she learned her lesson. Maybe she really going to live a good life. I mean, she's Anyways, I'm going to get into that later, but she's on parole for 15 years. That's like similar to the time, um, them two girls from Georgia, um, puppy and Amber on, I think there's like 20, but yeah. Um, so, but you know, and I understand Kevin questioning her and checking her and confronting her about how she treated him. He has a right to do that because that was grimy how she treated him, but at the same time, he's being grimy too because he's still dealing with Kayla. And he says straight up that he does not want to let go of Kayla, um, even though he doesn't like how, you know, like controlling and possessive she gets. And I was wondering, like, why do you still want to deal with her? And I realized, like, Kayla is just his backup chick that he keeps on the back burner whenever he's not dealing with anyone particular like he's not in an ongoing relationship with somebody in in those in-between times he likes to keep Kayla on the back burner so that he can still get sex on a regular basis um which you know listen if she agrees to that and that is a mutual agreement that's your business you're both adults but the way Kayla actually acts is if she wants a monogamous relationship with him and I don't know if Kayla is real or not because everything with her in those first few episodes seems you know kind of scripted and she seems to be agreeing to the show but she knows what it is and so I don't I don't really understand that I feel like Kayla's putting on but and so Tiffany Tiffany says she's attracted to him, that she likes him, all of that. She doesn't mention his height or how petite he is, <laughs> but um, I think Tiffany's full of it. Like I don't, I think that Tiffany and Kevin are both players, and I think they're each other's matches. And I think Kayla has another dude on deck, just like he has Kayla on deck. So she says she wants, you know, to see if he can settle down. I don't know how serious she is about that, but I, I think she's BSing around saying that she's so into him. I think that this guy, Kevin, I don't really believe that he gets women like that, but I think that it, when he does get a woman, the reason he's getting them is because he has a nice house. He's a truck driver, which obviously we can see he makes money. He has two vehicles. Um, his He has a kid, but his kid is grown. His kid is 18. He's not a child that you have to deal with like that. So... Um, and he's a gently used baby daddy, so, <laughs> so like he's getting women because, and he's got a little confidence, you know. So and, and yeah, he's petite, but he's not overweight. So I mean, he could be good in bed. I don't know, but um, you know, women when you see that stability, that's what they want. So you know, I think that's really it. I, but anyways, we're gonna see what happens with them. I think they're both gonna be trying to play with each other um so lastly let's talk about chas and Brandwin. so this was interesting so i didn't know if he was going to portland maine or portland oregon and it was portland oregon this man flew from kentucky to portland <laughs> so to to pick this woman up he went a long way um he got a hotel and everything um, he did say that they met once in real life he did come to visit her in the prison um and he did bring her some stuff. He bought a $4,000 ring. And I was like, excuse me. Wow. And it looked nice. So so um, he starts telling us about her ex. And she's saying she doesn't want her ex to show up. And um, apparently um, the ex, I guess her and the ex are both committing crimes. And she's saying that, or he's saying, both of them are saying that it was this guy's fault that she got Arrested that he left her and she got busted for their crimes and he got off. And I don't know if he also went to prison at some point, but um so then he says that Chaz says that they want to get married within 24 hours of her release. Um, I don't understand why they have to do that, <laughs> but okay. And so yeah, so he gets there, he's really excited. And while he's waiting for her, there's somebody else there waiting for their daughter. And he starts like talking to them and getting friendly. And the person is like, oh, that's so sweet. And clearly this person, I think this person wanted to be on TV because she seemed a little too excited to be talking to him. (laughs) And she obviously let her face be shown, So she really, she wanted to be on camera, which it's so funny that she was like excited to be on camera outside of picking her child up from prison. I wouldn't want to be on camera for that, <laughs> but God bless. She had a positive attitude and she was really nice. Actually. Um, she gave him a rose. She had some flowers for her daughter and she gave him one. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't have done that. I'm not like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I just kind of would stick to myself in that situation. Cause I'd want to get away from that prison. I wouldn't even be in that situation. But anyways, so so then Branwyn's friend comes because she's also meeting her and she brings her daughter and she brings the ex. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out what Branwyn is pulling because apparently this guy has put money on her books and he has um, she said she spoke to him like four times while she was incarcerated. And I'm saying, how would he know when her release date was, what time it was, you know, how did he know, you know, how to get you money and how to call you if you weren't like dealing with him. So I don't know. But Brandon comes out along with the lady's daughter, (laughs) which I was like, oh, I didn't think they'd come out together. But now the lady was really happy to see her daughter and it was cute with them. But um, she was really happy to see her friend and the daughter and then him. The guy, you know, they were cordial. You know, he shook his hand and he brought their dog and the dog was friendly and stuff. And, um, Branwen, no, I mean, Chaz, you know, he 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 held himself with the guy. He wasn't really intimidated by him. He stayed confident and excited. And he was like, you know, I just, I understand you being here. I just want to make sure you're not going to get her into any problems. And he was like, no, you know, I understand that y'all are together. I just want to, you know, welcome her back and whatever and let her know we can be friends. And I was like, okay. Everybody's being a grown and adult. Um, Chaz, I can tell Chaz is loquacious. He is a talkative person. He's one of those people who doesn't kind of know when to be quiet. Um, (laughs) I can tell he's one of those types, but um, it's fine. So then Branwen comes out and she seems excited to see him. I was wondering how she was going to act. Uh, when she saw that ex, she was like, "Okay." She gave him a little side hug. She didn't really linger with him or nothing. Which I was like, "Okay, you you you, t- you looking good. You look, you know, she's talking a good game too. She's saying she's excited to see uh, Chaz and everything. And she still has that high pitched voice. And I was wondering if she was gonna change that voice because I'm like, "Are you putting on, ma'am? Because you are a whole forty years old. Why are you talking like that? <laughs> but why are you talking like this, ma'am?" <laughs> But, um, but yeah, Branwyn, uh, talked to us in the confessional, um, a little bit about, uh, her ex and saying he got her into trouble. And she does, she said their relationship was toxic. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, again, she's talking a good game. She doesn't seem weirded out by Chaz at all. She seems like she's happy to see him. She's okay with his height because she's a little taller than him. He's like 5'5, five five and she looks like she's like 5'7 or 5'6 or something. But, um, yeah i mean she's like listen he's a marine um he's in a band he got money Uh, (laughs) so you know we will see in the preview it looks like they are going to get married he proposed he proposed to her right there and she said yes and i'm just like wow but um i will say this i thought it was very nice she apparently did carpentry classes while she was in there and she made him like a jewelry box or something not a jewelry box men have jewelry boxes but you know like a box you could put trinkets or jewelry in and she said it was laser engraved with their initials and um the wedding date and I was like I was taken aback by that because that's the first time I've ever seen an inmate bring something for their, their the person picking them up and not only that like the fact that um she made that you know that's I thought that was very kind that shocked me I can't remember a prisoner ever having something no less something they actually made like that that was very kind and sweet I that took me aback I'm not trying to give her more credit than she deserves but I thought that was very nice like very nice I thought that was very sweet um he could have had something for her but I mean he brought her a $4,000 ring and he's paying for everything so I I think um (laughs) I think they're even so yeah I mean Chad seems cool. He seems like a decent dude, but I'm, you know, I'm going to wait to judge because I've learned that you can't go off first impressions with these people after what happened with Mike on 90 Day. And that ain't the first time 90 Day has played us. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. The tell-all is tomorrow, so I'll be doing a review as well. All right, so that was uh, episode six. Um, I don't know if we're going to see Martell and... Kayla again because I don't really think that Martell and Kayla end up having no relationship and we didn't see wait is that it oh that's it yeah so Kayla Martell I honestly think Chaz and Branwyn or Wynn are gonna replace them so anyways thanks for listening guys if you're listening on YouTube like comment and subscribe and rate and subscribe on the podcast